0: In the final minute, Bennett from the pocket, launches to the end, touchdown,
1: A.D. Mavis. Third and ten from the 11, Travis, under pressure, trying to escape, able to escape. Touch the corner, stays
0: in back. Gets to the edge, to the 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 30. 35.
1: pressure at all when he does drop back the throw. The play action. Bennett looks down the middle. McCockey's wide open touchdown dogs. That's
2: pretty good. So good.
1: Outstanding. Um welcome to the Knowles and Dogs Podcast. College football's top podcast. Oh yeah. I just threw that part in. Um <laughs> as you can see, Hunter and Dylan. Oh, I went that wrong. way. There we go. Oh, yeah. This yeah. way. There we go. We'll get that better. Um, but as you can see down below, under my name, we are available on YouTube and Spotify, guys. So mm-hmm. subscribe, watch. Um, biggest thing there. It's never trying to get to 100 subscribers by end of the college football year.
2: I think we could do it, too. Oh, I yeah. I think it's within our grasp.
1: It is. But we need your guys' help. Can't do it alone. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't want to go out. I don't want to be forced to go out and buy a bunch of bots, you know, and just... <laughs> Describe, like buying reviews, buying Yelp reviews. So <laughs> we're going to need your guys' help there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as everyone knows, it is week two preview time. Um, rundown, we're going to go through a couple games. Headlining Texas, Texas-Bama, that's the big yeah. one. But some other good games, nebraska colorado and in Miami, Old Miss Tulane, which is actually a ranked-unranked. Ranked. Mm-hmm. Got a couple trap game segment where I have – Four games written down. And we're going to figure out which game might be the biggest trap game of the week. Who's yep. surprised for the upset? Uh, and we have college game day predictions, weeks 8 through 13. We haven't we meant to do that a couple of weeks ago. Didn't get a chance, and so we're going to finish that off until so we have time. And I got a couple best bets for any of you gambling phenoms out there that will sure have hit. And actually, they don't. I'll, be held, I'll hold myself accountable for that. So without mm-hmm. further ado, we can hop right into it. Dylan, uh, anything look, looking forward to this week?
2: Um, I think the slate looks a lot better than last weekend. That's I for think sure. That's, you know, there's a lot more Power 5 versus Power 5 uh, games going on. There's more than one ranked-on-ranked matchup, which is yep. awesome to hear. And I think there's going to be a couple of surprises this weekend, there, a lot more than last weekend.
1: I think you're in for some teams that are in for a little bit, especially those trap games that we'll get to. Mm. But you know, I mean, I'm just looking at the schedule now. Even tomorrow night, because we're recording here Thursday, September 7th, Friday, September 8th, Illinois at Kansas, sneaky one there yeah. Friday night. Uh, Vanderbilt goes to Wake Forest. Um, you know, Troy, Kansas State might be a good one. Or closer game, maybe. Closer James, Ma- James Madison at Virginia. Look out for the Dukes. James Madison's favored. It's gonna win again, yeah. James Madison's favored by 6.5, by the way.
2: I think I picked that as one of my weeks as my upset game, and it's not even really an upset because James Madison is going to be favored.
1: No, yeah. Uh, Virginia, it might be the worst game in the Power 5. Um, A game, actually, I don't have written down on the uh, trap game, but UCF heads to Boise state this weekend, seven o'clock Ooh. game after Boise state got the dismantled at Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, look for that little, you never know what goes down on the old blue turf. So, but uh, we'll get to that in a little bit. So we'll get started with Texas, Alabama. Yeah. The big game that everyone's been waiting on. Um, uh, College game day is going to be there. Pat McAfee show is going to be there tomorrow. Mm-hmm. They're doing a live stream. Josh Pate, love Josh yep. Pate, is going to be there. The college football show, uh, Barstool's college football show is going to be there.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: a lot of attention on this game.
2: I think big news there too, right?
1: No, they're in, uh, Colorado. They're in the Colorado. They don't got this game this year. That's why. Uh, we won't be there, but.
2: It would be really cool if we were, but, you know. We can't, so. Never been to Tuscaloosa.
1: Well, about to weigh it again. So, (laughs) uh, (laughs) early thoughts, predictions, Dylan, what's what's, uh, the mindset heading into this game?
2: I think the mindset for Texas is they're going in thinking, we should have beat this team last year. Yeah. I think that's the biggest mindset going in for them, is that they should have beat this team last year they look worse at quarterback as a, I think Texas has the utmost confidence going into this game that they're going to beat Alabama.
1: Uh, yeah, I would agree. I think, I think they have a better offensive roster mm-hmm. coming in. They, yeah, like you said, uh, completely got away from them in that last game last year. Yeah. Granted, you know, Ewers went down, Bama committed 17 penalties. It was just mm-hmm. a whole mess, but Bama somehow won. You know, Bryce Young's heroics. Yeah. Uh it'll be a good tilt or a good uh benchmarker, you know, test to see how Jalen Miller plays. Is he the real guy for Bama's offense at the quarterback position? Or mm-hmm. do they realize that maybe He's not it. Do they make a QB switch if things aren't going well? Do they go to Buckner? Do they go to Ty Simpson? Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be a real test. I think we'll figure it out early. I expect the crowd to be a play a factor. Yeah, so it is, you know they're moving the Texas fans and the band at like the very top of the stadium.
2: <laughs> I saw that. I saw that because they that's what they wanted to do to Alabama last year. They're
1: No, they didn't allow the band to come. I don't think.
2: Well, they, the only spots they offered them was at the top of the stadium. So the Alabama band declined.
1: Old Saban said no. Yeah. No to that. <laughs> uh, I think this is, feels like a Ewers redemption game in a sense. Like, yeah. He had them like early like on the ropes, it felt like. like he was just dicing them up, and
2: mm-hmm.
1: now he gets another shot at it. I think Texas dudes need to play a little better out of the gate. They were a little sluggish going into Rice, but yeah. you know you could factor that into. You're not trying to reveal. You know you're not going to reveal your whole hand on Against the first Rice. game. Yeah, yeah. That's why I think. And I was watching another podcast. I don't remember which one, but they were saying like how, you know, teams don't like to maybe a lot of these top teams that don't play a whole play these nobody games, they don't like to or need to show off, you know, all their cool little gadget plays and big-time stuff until later on, because why waste it and if you put it on film, for that matter, on a team you don't need to do that with? Exactly, yeah.
2: And I also think, you know, the first game against Rice is a great game for a team like Texas. Get out jitters, fix quick mistakes, understand what works and what doesn't right away. Yeah. Because now going into Alabama, you now have a benchmark as to – what in our offense we know works what our offense doesn't work and what now that we have film of alabama too we know what jalen milrow looks like
1: yeah mm-hmm. um i'm th- i'm looking at the uh the, uh like someone to keep an eye on for the game it's got to be the texas receivers yeah xavier worthy and uh ad mitchell i think we're gonna have a solid day it'll be a good test for that Bama secondary. Um can Texas's O line hold up is mm-hmm. gonna be a good question, I think. Uh who do you like? Like what kind of what uh area are you zoning in on?
2: I'm I'm absolutely zoning in on uh Texas's offensive line. I absolutely believe what you were saying there that if they can stop Bama's D line from putting pressure on Ewers I think Texas wins this game. Mm -hmm. Because I think I think Texas their offense has the ability to just control a game completely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, score on every drive, hold the ball for long drives, keep the ball, keep possession of it for extended amount of time. So I think to me, I know this is crazy. I'm going in. I, I I I'm going in, I'm believing in Texas right now. Are you? I believe Texas will win this game against Alabama.
1: Texas is right now a seven-point underdog versus yeah. Alabama.
2: It's in um, Tuscaloosa.
1: In Tuscaloosa, it's a night game.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Trying to pull up the stats from last year's game, try to get an idea what went on. Last year, Xavier Worthy had five receptions, 97 yards. Uh, try to look at passing yards. It's going to be also, I think Bama does find success on the run game. They Last yeah. year, they rushed for 161 yards against this team. Um, Texas only ran for 79 yards. That's gonna be a big thing, especially on the road, because you do not want to get into a spot where you're forcing Ewers to throw 50 times this game. Yeah. I think a good number for him. I mean, obviously, you know, you have to do what you have to do, but I mean, if you could get Ewers to throw keep it within within the 40s, if you yeah. have to, that's where it has to
2: you be. Want, but- you want to aim for like 33. 33-
1: yeah. I mean he threw 30 times last week.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um they only rushed for let's see they only rushed for uh what does that say? Hundred they rushed for 158 yards last week against yeah. Rice, but they gotta be able to contain Milrow if they're gonna mm-hmm. do it. This is gonna fall on that D line. That D line's gotta be able to stop the run. And force Millro to throw. I think if you yeah. can force Miller to throw, keep him contained though, because he's gonna want to use his legs. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be a big tale of how this game's gonna go. Because if he's able to just create and make plays on the fly, and he's Texas able to doom them, Texas, it's gonna put pressure on that secondary. Because then that's when the penalties start, or that's when the mm-hmm. blown coverages start, and that's yep. not good for them. Absolutely. So, so I think our keys are right now. For Texas, at least, it's uh, on Texas. We'll say Texas's defense, Alabama's offense. Mm-hmm. For Texas, it's stop the run and limit Milrow. Yeah. For Bama, it's run the ball. If they can run the ball with success, they're going to be able to just find they're going to take pressure off of Milrow. I yeah. Think. And then that sets up other stuff that Tommy Reese wants to do. Um. Listen, don't put – Don't be chuckling now, Tommy Reese. Come on.
2: Come on. Come on.
1: Don't don't do that. Uh, As far as the other way around, I think Ewers has to get all of his weapons involved early, Mm -hmm. not just singling out. And, I mean, I don't know. I mean, the weak spot on Bama's defense, I mean, they got guys everywhere, but... I don't even know. I haven't really
2: I mean their secondary isn't as dominant as it's been in the years before. Yeah, his, their most notable name on it is but uh McKinstry.
1: Well Caleb Downs is really good. He had mm-hmm. he led the team last week actually with eight tackles. But I mean they got Jalen Key back there. I mean they got a solid defense. I mean I'm not gonna sugarcoat yeah. that, but I think Ewers is good enough to make to find guys open. I think yeah. Xavier Worthy's got to have a big game. They got to establish some sort of run game. But if the Bama crowd and Bama gets ahead early, it's trouble right there.
2: Yeah, it's not good for it's not good for the middle.
1: No. Uh, right now, the over/under for this game, or the line, if you're looking for, it, is over is 54. Alabama's a seven-point favorite. Uh, are you so you're leaning Texas? You I am
2: leaning Texas. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. I'm. I'm probably. I'm probably dumb, but I'm a believer.
1: Like, what do you think has? What do you think happens? And what score do you think?
2: I, I. I think it's close. I think Texas wins like 28 to 24. But I think the reason they win is because they have, like. You know, they have the ball for. Thirty minutes time of possession compared to Alabama. See, so like they time have possession. the ball for most of the game. They control the tempo, and they're going to have multiple long drives of four or five minutes. Yeah, on the clock where they just they run the ball. They third third and short. They pat you know they they get a short pass off to Xavier Worthy, and you know they just continue. They just they got they have to have the ball. If they have the ball for most of the game, they win this game. Um, take to take the fans out of the game, control it, just yeah.
1: So I I think, and I don't want to say this, but I definitely think Texas covers. i just trying to decide. I've been going trying to think about this back and forth all week about who actually wins this. If Bama's receivers. Who's not really coming into the year is really there's not that guy that they have to worry yeah. about. Um, you know, is Burton and Isaiah Bond gonna be difference makers? I'm not sure. I <laughs> would prefer Texas's guys over it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, my heart wants to go with Texas, but my brain thinks Bama's gonna win this by like the most bama way possible and just like be in a dog fight and then find a way to win it yeah being at home um i'm gonna take bama and i don't want to but i have to because i think saban's a better coach than sarkeesian even though i think texas has the better weapons i think they have a better i don't know there's just something i feel like bama is just gonna win this game i don't know why or how but they're gonna win the game but I think Texas covers, and I don't think this is a very high scoring game. I think this is like a twenty three to seventeen game. Okay, I think that's that seems right. Like Texas is going to have a shot maybe to win this, and they just mm-hmm. you think they reason their shot. Yeah, yeah, I think like, Texas Texas leads seventeen to ten or seventeen to nine or something for most of the game, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden Bama just comes finds a way to win it. He's making two late yeah. scores.
2: That like Texas has the game within their grasp. Then on fourth, fourth and five, they run a screen pass, and yeah. they get nothing.
1: And they, yeah, no, that's Florida. Come on, <laughs> Florida. Shout out to Florida getting nil couple getting sued again.
2: I saw that again. I was like really. And nice.
1: they just lost a guy to the transfer portal. So
2: I saw um, Travis Etienne. I don't know if I should have been saying this on the podcast. Oh, is he wants he tweeting to about? Tomorrow. Yeah, he wants his brother to leave for Colorado.
1: The
2: second I saw that, I was thinking, man, you you remember that video of that like girl when Trump got elected, screaming in the streets? Yeah, that's how I imagine Florida fans were when they saw that tweet. <laughs> <I don't know.
1: laughs> Except they had like that, like straw piece of straw in their mouth and jor- jorts. Jorts,
2: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a, a mullet too with cowboy boots.
1: With the the fake pit vipers too. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, that was that was that. So, I'm going to take 23-17. Bama wins. They shouldn't win, but they're going to win because they're in Tuscaloosa. And yeah. I think Texas blew their shot last year, but we'll see. And mm-hmm. you think right. Texas wins.
2: I think Texas wins 28-24.
1: There you go. So, there are our predictions. We're moving on to the next game. Next game will be Nebraska-Colorado. This Ooh. is a noon kickoff game on Fox. Go into the game right now to find the line. Uh, here we go. So, Nebraska, Colorado, three point favorite, Colorado. Mm-hmm. I think the cheapest ticket right now in Boulder is like over $400. Yeah,
2: I saw that. It's, it's more crazy. expensive than the most expensive NFL ticket right now.
1: It's crazy. Yeah. And the over under is 59 and a half.
2: So, mm-hmm. I don't think they come close to that over under, by the way. I'm going to just start you out right now. Think I think under, way yeah. under.
1: I think Nebraska's offense just isn't good enough. hmm. Put that many points up,
2: but I think their defense is good. I was watching some of the highlights of that uh, Minnesota game, and I think there is some bright spots on that defense. mm
1: -hmm. I think they. I just. I put. I'm big on Colorado this week. Like I think they. Yeah. I'm just gonna come out. I think they come out and dominate. Okay. I just. And maybe this is just me just getting caught up in the win with what happened last Mm -hmm. week. The defense is a concern still. Um, they got a lack of depth going to come back and bite them in the butt at some point. Mm-hmm. Maybe not today, but this weekend. Uh, but they got to be able to stop limit teams. You know, yeah. you know, Chandler Morris and TZ's offense isn't... I mean, it's not a nobody offense, but it certainly is...
2: They're not an offense that can score 40 points a game. You
1: no, know, I don't think Chandler Morris is that good of a quarterback. I mean, yeah. TCU's D de- if TCU doesn't throw two picks in the red zone and they score touchdowns, mm-hmm. that's a TCU wins that game.
0: Yeah. So
1: I definitely think Colorado's defense has to play better. Um but I just think the offense is too good. I just mm-hmm. don't think Shadur Sanders, Travis Hunter, Dylan Edwards. Um I just don't think Nebraska's defense is going to be able to hold up with that. Especially yeah. And I think this is where, I don't know how you feel, but I just think it's going to be one of those spots where Colorado's limiting Nebraska's offense enough to where their defense is going out there X, Y, and Z many times, Mm -hmm. and they're just going to start running out of gas.
2: Yeah. I I completely get what you're saying. I do think this is going to be the spot where Colorado is going to make – you know cuz it's a narrative sport right so i think this is the kind of game where colorado looks a little disappointing i think they only scored like three touchdowns they put up 21 points 24 points around there and i think they're going to get you know they're going to they're going to not return back to earth but they're going to settle down a bit because mm-hmm. they're going to play a team that is also hungry yeah that also wants to win that has going into this game knows what colorado thinks they are and they're going to say Let's just punch you in the mouth real quick. See how you react. I think this game is going to be really boring to watch because I think there's going to be a lot of three and outs.
1: Okay, so you think a low-scoring game?
2: I do think it's going to be a low-scoring game because I think Colorado's offense is just going to be whatever. You know what I mean? It's not going to be impressive. It's not going to be particularly bad, but it's just going to be slightly better than iowa's
1: wow this is gonna get cut and put out on media right here.
2: <laughs> but i think colorado is gonna so go you in think they're gonna be shot you think
1: that was like a flash in the pan in no sense. i don't think it's a
2: flash in the pan i think it's they're gonna go in expecting to crush nebraska and then they're not gonna be prepared for what hits them almost i would put this game closer to a trap game well, and this a is a rival
1: this is like a big time rivalry game renewed right here.
2: It is, but most of the guys at Colorado and Nebraska really don't have any history with this rivalry at all.
1: Well it doesn't matter. you still can't get many, fired up for it.
2: Yeah, no, but how many guys from either of these teams have played the other team or even been to the other state?
1: I don't think they do care though. Yeah. Do they care about that?
2: I don't think that. What I mean is, that I don't think they have history with the rivalry. Well, yeah, there's but no. But a lot of these guys are transfers, connection. so yeah, that's what I mean, though.
1: I I see. I'm just gonna go in the other direction here. I think Colorado comes out and really just crushed
2: them. I think I think they win still. I think Colorado wins this game. I this think could they,
1: be. I mean, I think this is a low. I don't think the uh, the over hits, but I don't <laughs> think this could be one of those like. It's a. Uh, you know. To, trying to think like a 20 to 10 game going into mm-hmm. the half but then uh colorado just pulls ahead yeah i think wins by like two three two and a half scores and i mean jeff sims i mean i'm just looking at stats just you know granted it's from last mm-hmm. week but i mean nebraska according to the matchup predictor espn analytics is favored 58.7 percent, 41.3 colorado Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Jeff Sims was is their quarterback, and he was their leading rusher last week. Yeah. So.
2: To be fair, he was a, he is a run running quarterback. That he is, comes from
1: that Georgia Tech.
2: Yeah. By I do. Way, I mean, it,
1: Colorado does. Sure. If Colorado can get their run game going, which they really mm-hmm. didn't last week, I think you're going to just wear Nebraska's defense out. Yeah. And they're not going to be consistent enough on offense to get rolling. Mm-hmm. I think call I mean it's just a maybe a close game, but Colorado pulls dead late wins this.
2: I, I, I think it's a sl- low scoring affair. I think if it's like twenty-one ten, Colorado wins. I think, I, I, think s- I think I think they have some great plays in there on touchdowns, on touchdown drives, but I think overall the game is gonna be kind of boring from a viewer perspective. Yeah. It's gonna be the spot where you're gonna get you know random guys on first take who have never have no idea what they're talking about, saying Colorado's a bad team. I was going to be like, no, I think they're just going to look disappointing in week two because they have all the expectation on them to blow out Nebraska, and then they can't. Uh, I
1: think it's the biggest game in Colorado in a while. I mean, yeah. what and it was probably one of the biggest games ever in Colorado. Mm-hmm. I think they come out amped up, feeding off the crowd, and I think they just crush Nebraska. I think I've said that like three times now. But I think you I just, have you. Yeah. I'll say it one more time. They're gonna crush Nebraska.
2: It's I just like, I don't think they're gonna do it. I'm just
1: saying. I I just
2: don't think they're gonna be able to. So, sorry. Right.
1: Score prediction and who wins?
2: I think Colorado wins. I think it's a low scoring affair. I go twenty-one ten.
1: And I think Colorado wins. Final score thirty-five to. Seventeen. Okay. Quick check on that number. Wait, hold
2: on. I think that is that. Would that hit the over? That might hit. Is it fifty-four?
1: Fifty-nine is the over. Fifty-nine.
2: Uh, that would be under.
1: 59 and half. a half. Thirty-five. Seventeen. Yeah. Colorado. Prime's coming. Okay. Prime's okay. coming. Telling you. You think Nebraska has a shot? Which I applaud, but Nebraska doesn't. Or. Nebraska is going to lose the most heartbreaking way possible because that's what they love to do. Yeah. So could be that way too. All right. We're going to move on now because we love moving on. Next mm-hmm. game, Texas A&M, Miami.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Jimbo heading down to South Beach. Him and Bobby going to be mm-hmm. popping up on the sand, getting that tan. Maybe a drink in their hand. <laughs> heading down to Hard Rock Stadium. Yeah. I love how that all fit together right there. So this is a 3.30 kick on ABC. I like it. So we have decent games at noon, 3.30, and then Mm -hmm. Texas game, Bama That's what college football
2: needs to to see. Yeah, you need to see more of that.
1: That's what we needed last week. Yeah. So uh, over under 51, Texas A&M is currently a four-point favorite, according Mm -hmm. to Caesar Sportsbook. Um, But Miami is getting the ESPN analytical matchup predictor edge at 52.9% to Texas A&M's 47.1. I do think this is going to be a closer game than last year, and it's not going to be as a snooze fest as 17-9 was last year. Um, This is a different – I think Tyler Van Dyke's much improved. Excuse me. Connor Wegman is, I think, a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. I think that offense, letting Petrino now call the plays, is huge for A&M. Um, but I am interested in watching this game, actually. This is one of those like toss-up games to me. I think four is a lot, especially at Miami. Yeah. Because I do think Miami's improved. Um,
2: I think Miami and Texas A&M are improved. I don't know if they're good teams.
1: Danny in- Cannell has A&M in the college football playoff, by the way. That's crazy. Just letting you
2: know. I love you, Danny, but you're crazy, man.
1: Continue that way you
2: were going to say. I was going to say is that I think Connor Wegman looked really good last week. But to be fair, it was against New Mexico State.
1: We got to take care of business.
2: Yeah, you got to take care of business. And you know what? They did exactly what they needed to. They looked a lot better last year because when they would go against a New Mexico state team last year, they, they were losing score, they scored 20. You know what I mean? They don't score any points. They lost to
1: app state at home last year.
2: Yep. Yeah, they did
1: as 17 and a half point favorites. I yep. remember cause I bet it on, I took app state
2: and they lost didn't them. even lose. They got dominated.
1: They lost by like a spot. What was the score last year? That game. Let me see. Was
2: I think they only won. I don't think app state won by that many points, but they had like, 38 minutes time of possession.
1: It was 17 14.
2: Yeah. That's what I mean, is that it wasn't like they scored. But like... it
1: didn't feel like that. App State controlled that entire game. I watched. I think they, they,
2: like, they outgained them by like 200 yards.
1: Um, I will say these two teams are so evenly matched. I mean, they're just both middle of the tier, can contend. Their conference, if everything goes mm-hmm. right, I just i don't know. Like, this is just gonna be a fun game to watch. Like,
2: yeah, I think this is gonna be because I think it's gonna show where both teams are at right now. Right?
1: Who do you give the quarterback edge to, Van Dyke or my Wegman?
2: I kind of like more of what I saw from Wegman than Van Dyke.
1: Van Dyke went 17 to 22, 200 yards, mm-hmm. touchdown, and then a pick. Yeah, but the game was out of hand.
2: So,
0: yeah.
1: Connor Wegman, eighteen of twenty three, two thirty six, but five touchdowns. I will yes. say this though, and looking forward in the future, mm-hmm. who they play. So they have A and M has Miami this week, U, U-, U-, U- L Monroe the week after. Then they get Auburn at home. They go. They play the game at Dallas against Arkansas. If all's well there, they got Bama coming to A and M this year. Yeah. And if Wegman in this offense is legit with Petrino calling the plays, that defense is as good as anybody. I mean, they got their, yeah. those recruits that are coming in, or the, that the big that big recruiting class that they still have that's still there. I mean, that is a sneaky, sneaky game. Look out.
2: Well, I agree with you there. Also, because um, I absolutely believe Jimbo Fisher works so, so hard to play Alabama every year, but doesn't focus hard on other teams.
1: Well, I think Jimbo knows that his, his, um, you know, his chances are running slim right now.
2: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, so he's got to make some sort of impact sooner or later. Yeah. I'm not, I mean, the schedule, it's not very favorable to the Aggies. I mean, they got, so they go, this stretcher right here is crazy. So Auburn at home Arkansas neutral to get Bama at home. Then they got to go to Tennessee at home against South Carolina, which now doesn't look like a big game because South Carolina can't stop anybody. Yeah. Then they go to Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Abilene Christian, and then at LSU. I mean, we'll see how this game goes. They got to take care of business here if they want to.
2: They want to have a chance.
1: Yeah. Jeez. But, um,
2: I do like I, A&M more than Miami. A I think
1: M. lack of crowd. That's not going to be there. I mean, let's be honest. Hard Rock's never sold out.
2: And Aggie fans travel. Yeah. So I think I, I don't think the crowd is going to have a huge positive impact for Miami. If anything, I think it might give Texas A&M a little bit of a swing. Yeah. But um. Man.
1: I'm. I like my. I like A and M to win this. Me too. I. Th- I think they win. I do think it's a close game. Like this is. This feels like the over under is fifty one.
2: I think I mean, it hits the over.
1: Hits the over. So I'm mm-hmm. gonna take a. Uh. I don't think it hits the over. I think it's like twenty seven twenty four, and it's right at mm-hmm. that number. So it either.
2: I, I just don't think I don't think Miami's defense is good enough to stop.
1: See, I think they have a decent defense. I think they got a better defense than they did last year.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, Kevin Steele's defense last year was abysmal. I mean, they gave it forty-five in Middle Tennessee State. Yeah, I don't think Miami's a bad yeah. team this year. I mean, they have a reasonable schedule. I mean, they have Bethman Cookman next week. Bethune Cookman. Bethune. has shout out Daytona. mm
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, They got. Temple, they go to Temple. Then they got Georgia Tech at home. They go to North Carolina. They get Clemson at home, which Clemson doesn't have an offense. Yeah. Virginia, North, NC State, Florida State, Louisville, Boston College. Again, yeah. I mean, they can contend too. I don't think they will. I don't think they'll be the ACC title game this year. I think yeah. this is Florida State in North Carolina. I think Clemson's not going to be, Clemson may not make it to the title. Now, again, yeah. again, this is all week one. You know a little blow
2: overreactions, up. right? Yeah, but, but at the same time, I do agree with you that
1: Duke's improved, mm-hmm. North Carolina's improved, Miami yep. looks improved. Um, I in Clemson's not doesn't look improved, yeah. And now with no divisions, you can't get away from that. Mm-hmm. So, I this might be sneaky game of the week right here, yeah. So, but so I have AM 27 24, and you have.
2: I have AM 38 37. I think they I think Miami misses an extra point.
1: 38 37 Miami misses an extra point. Yeah. Wow. An extra point to lose it. Or how about just a Cristobal gets greedy and tries to go for two for the win.
2: That's what I was thinking, but I was thinking more that Cristobal thinks about going for two, they get a delay a game and then he misses an extra point off of a further back kick.
1: That's a bold statement right there.
2: I know. Bold statement right there.
1: Hot take Dylan today. I mean, first of all, he has Colorado looking like Iowa's offense earlier.
2: Not Colorado, uh, Nebraska.
1: No, you said Colorado's offense is going to look like Nebraska's offense. No, no, no.
2: I was saying Nebraska's offense. Don't backtrack it. I didn't backtrack it. I said Nebraska's offense is slightly better than Iowa's.
1: I don't know. I don't think that's not what I heard. I
2: think they're gonna have the ball a ton. They just can't do anything with
1: it. Shout out to the uh Hawk game today or Saturday. Donald Trump's gonna be there. Oh. We just lost a couple subscribers probably then. (laughs) I said what I said. I didn't say anything bad actually. I just said he's gonna be there. No,
2: you just said the fact that he's gonna be there.
1: Someone will spin that the wrong way. Yeah. Anyway. All right. We're going to move on now because Texan Mm -hmm. is sipping margaritas now. Anyway. Yeah. Ole Miss Tulane. Um, One of the, I think this is the only one of the, one of two ranked matchups this week. Yeah. 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 Which is crazy because, you know, Miami Texan isn't ranked. It's one ranked. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. It's like 22 versus unranked, right? I think Aim is 23. 23. Yeah, okay.
1: Um, so Ole Miss number 20 in the country. Tulane 24. Tulane host, though. It's gonna be in mm-hmm. New Orleans. Over under 66. Ole Miss is currently a seven and a half point favorite. Favorite heading into this. Um, I I like Tulane. I just think Ole Miss's offense is too explosive. Yeah, that numbers a big though. Seven and a half on the I, road. I, That's like, but to, I feel like Tulane. Tulane beat USC last year with It
2: was. It was a USC team without its top three receivers, though.
1: But still, that defense. Yeah, I mean, you got it. I mean, Ole Miss's defense doesn't scare me any more than USC's does.
2: No. I'm not I'm not saying uh, Ole Miss' defense is going to make a bunch of stops, but I think Ole Miss's offense is a lot better than bowl game USC's.
1: Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, Jackson Dart looked really good. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Spencer Sanders, by the way, who spent his last year of eligibility as the backup. Yeah. And Ole Miss, congratulations. Could have gone to Bama and probably been the starter. Yep. But he – Felt for the lane train talk.
2: He wanted to hang out with, you know, Juice. Piffin, Juice. You know, he wanted to relax.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> he was excited to hang out on the Grove on game days, man. There you, he go, there, really you. Up.
1: there you go. There you go. Um, Michael Pratt looked good, too. 14 to 15, 294 yards and four touchdowns. That's not a shabby. Yeah, it's not bad. They took care of South Alabama, too, which yeah. a lot of people, some people thought might have been a sneaky upset game, but.
2: Doesn't seem I had, like it.
1: No, nah, till A minus six and a half was the easiest bet of the week. Uh Jackson Dart, 18 and 23, 30, 334, four touchdowns last week.
2: Um pretty solid.
1: Both guys had over both teams had guys over a hundred yards receiving. See the receiving. Actually, Ole Miss had two guys over a hundred yards. The granted they played Mercer. Mm-hmm. Trey Harris and Jordan Watkins both had over a hundred yards on just six receptions. Each of them. Trey Harris had 133 and four touchdowns. It's not a bad day at the office. Uh, Old Miss does have probably one of the top five best running backs in the country this year. And Quishon Jenkins, Uh, he had 13 carries for 60 yards. Trying to look here as a team. I do think if Ole Miss can just get the run game going and Jenkins just goes off, I think Ole Miss is going to take care of it. Yeah. But I think if Tulane keeps it a game at home, if you let these non power five teams, these group of five teams hang around, especially when they're at their place, even if they're like lower end power five teams, like if you let them hang around, that's you're just asking for trouble. Yeah. Asking for trouble right there. Um, this will be a fun game. Do you take? Do you big question is: Would you take the over?
2: Over was what fifty or sixty points?
1: Sixty six.
2: That's odd, but at the same time, I would take the over actually. Yeah. Because I I think this is, I think Ole Miss is gonna score like forty five points.
1: And Tulane's gonna score enough to. They're
2: finish. gonna score like thirty something. I, I I still think Ole Miss looks like they're in control for most of the game. Their defense just gives up points. Mm-hmm. That's what I think happens. I do think it's going to be like if you like scoring big, big plays, um, lots of touchdowns, you're going to love this game. But um, I do think it's going to feel like Ole misses is to lose the whole time.
1: Do you think they cover the seven and a half? Yeah. So you think they're going to win by more than eight? I think eight they win
2: more. by. I think they win by ten points.
1: Okay, so then they cover. Yeah. yeah like a late score to push it over.
2: Yeah. Well, cause I think they're going to, they're going to, it's Lane Kiffin. They're going to be throwing up 14 points. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, that's what he does. Mm-hmm. So
1: if Tulane wins, as somebody tweeted this, if Tulane wins, do they just put, you put them in the college football playoff now or later?
2: Rank them one. <laughs> Give them number one.
1: I mean, just saying 24. Um, I you know what? I'm gonna go with the green wave. I'm gonna ride the wave.
2: I do think if they win this game, they'll jump up like high. Like they'll oh, jump yeah. up to like sixteen or something.
1: They'll do a top twenty. I mean it'd be That's another bringer to, bring to right ranked component.
2: 16. They're gonna jump into like sixteen. They're gonna pass like um A and M and and
1: well, yeah UNC.
2: Let's see. Like all those schools, they're gonna pass them.
1: Trying to see standings. No, I don't want standings. I just want top 25. Let's see. Rankings. Here we go. Let's see, two lanes at 24. Issue is, I don't see AM losing. I don't think AM loses. I don't think Colorado loses. Duke, yeah. Who does Duke play this week? Lafayette, they ain't losing. Old Miss, I think, loses. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin's probably not going to lose. They got Washington State, though. Um, but I don't think they lose. Oklahoma's not losing. But they could still hop them. They, I could see them maybe hopping to 20.
2: I, I still think I think they jump a lot of these teams just because they're going to go, your win was more impressive than anything Oklahoma did this week. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. All right. So, uh, final score prediction. I like Tulane to win. Hmm. I'm going to go 41 to
2: 33. I was in a similar area, but I'm going to go 41 to 31. I think this okay. guy win by 10 points.
1: Okay. All right. So now we will move on to the new segment we like to call trap games. Yep. Which team is most likely to be upset this week? All right. So the teams are Notre Dame at NC State, Oregon at Texas Tech, Utah at Baylor, Wisconsin at Washington State. Keep in mind, uh, Texas Tech and Baylor are coming off losses, but they get Mm -hmm. to play these games at home. Dylan, which team? Which uh, which uh, of those four teams do you think gets upset?
2: So I think for me, it's between Notre Dame and Utah. Okay. Just because both these teams shouldn't win, right? If we're being honest with ourselves, Utah is a lot better than Baylor is and has shown us this year. But this is exactly what Baylor does.
1: I mean, losing to Texas State is unacceptable.
2: Yeah, but then they turn around and they'll probably beat Utah by 10.
1: They are going to be down uh, Blake Shapin though. Is that their quarterback? Yeah. That is their quarterback, than...
2: right? Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure.
1: We'll make sure don't want to spend that false that false narrative, guys. Can't have that con- collusion going on.
2: We only spread the truth.
1: That's right. That's right. We are truth tellers. Truth, yes,
2: we, we are tellers of truth, justice in the American way.
1: Yeah. So I believe Sawyer Robinson's going to get the start. He is a sophomore from Lubbock, mm-hmm. Texas. So he is a Red Raider at heart. Yeah. Um, I don't know this. Let's see if there's any status on. I believe Brian, uh, Bryson Barnes is gonna get the start again. I don't I haven't heard any news that says he's not. So yeah, expect Barnes. Like. So expect Barnes to start again. Um, you know, he did it all he needed to last week. I think Utah's better team. They mm-hmm. should win this. Let me see the line is in that game. So you, which game do you take? So you, you take know, this game.
2: I yeah I, th- I I think it's gonna be Utah versus Baylor. Okay. I'm I'm really thinking about that Notre Dame versus uh NC State.
1: That's a sneaky just, one.
2: Yeah, that's just it's one of those
1: Notre Dame first big test mm-hmm. on the road at NC State. Yeah. NC State looked all right last week. Not crazy anything against UConn.
2: But NC State just knows how to make teams look silly when they play them at home.
1: At least play, keep it close. Yeah. I mean, they beat Clemson a couple years ago. Was that two years ago?
2: Yeah, they beat us last year.
1: Well, that's no surprise.
2: Okay, okay.
1: <laughs> I had to throw that in.
2: That was a low blow there, man. Come on. Yeah, come on.
1: Come on. A low blow. Uh, Utah, eight-point uh, favored right now. Over-unders, 47 mm-hmm. Notre Dame at NC State is currently a 7.5-point favorite to the Notre Dame fighting Irish. 50.5 is the overrun. Man, we got some good games this week. That's a noon kickoff. These are all yeah. noon kicks. And I probably should have opened up with this. Um, keep uh, uh Oregon at Texas Tech, a 7 o'clock kickoff at, on Fox. That is going to be my pick. Love Oregon
2: versus it. Texas Tech?
1: Texas Tech comes off a ugly loss at Laramie mm-hmm. in, in Wyoming. By the way, the ending of that game is crazy. I turned it on just because it was on. I was, I was just sitting in my room, and I was like, well, nothing better on. Let me try to see if there's any games on still. And yeah. it was on, and I was, holy cow. Texas Tech had Wyoming on the ropes in overtime, and then Wyoming sort of touched on fourth down. And then, you know, got the 2-1. Mm-hmm. Texas Tech, I mean, this is a perfect setup spot. Oregon comes in. They just scored 81 points last week. 81 points. Bo Nix the went 23-27, 287 yards, and three touchdowns. Uh The running back, Bucky Irving, what a great name that is. Four carries, 119 yards, two touchdowns. And their top receiver on the day, uh, Troy Franklin, Seven receptions, 106 yards, and two touchdowns. I think Lubbock at night just feels different. Yeah. And it's just the perfect spot for real upset. And I That's don't fair. want it to happen because I have Oregon in my playoff prediction. In my playoff. So, and I also have Utah needing to win because I have the over regular season wins in that.
2: They need that game.
1: I do need that. If they get that game, I'm big time. Big time. Um, I don't think Wisconsin at Washington State scares me. What do you think?
2: Yeah, I don't think so either. No. At all.
1: No. over under in this Oregon game, sixty nine. That's a big number. That's a especially big with big these. This That's run, a
2: really big number. This
1: the new clock rules too. The
2: clock the the games go by so quick.
1: I don't mind it though.
2: No, I like it. It's nice. It's don't it because have every game be three hours plus.
1: I just hated it when – yeah, I hate when they stop the clock for some dumb reason. After, for 15 seconds, they got to stop the clock.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, there's no point. The NFL yeah. doesn't do it. Why? I, <laughs> I, I like how they did that.
2: I was talking to my dad about it, how nice it is, because there were so many times you would see a coach cheese it. You know what I mean? They call a timeout. But it doesn't really matter that they use the timeout because they still have every single time they get a first down, to they s- get this, the stop. S- you know what I mean? They yeah. don't. They don't have to rush themselves. They don't have to. Yeah. No. There's no reason to go into a two minute no-huddle offense. You have enough time.
1: I mean, the game's not dragging now. Yeah. I mean, even though they really didn't, but it just felt like it's not. they it's dragging, and it's like, oh yeah. gosh, come on.
2: It's so, always like, when, when is this game going to end?
1: <laughs> Oregon's a six and a half point favorite, but I. I think the ducks. Ducks take care of it, though. I think they find a way.
2: I respect that, but I think I think one of gonna kick their asses. <laughs>
1: there we I'm go. There we go. All right. So I'm gonna we're gonna move on now to college game day predictions here. Yep. Weeks eight through thirteen. I'll um, my
2: note for that real quick. Bam. Got it.
1: All right. Awesome. So we'll start with week eight. I have uh, it being in Manhattan, Kansas for Kansas State, TCU. But, you know, I still think, I you know, this is hard because now TCU, which I still think is going to be respectable. But let me see. I'm going to go now to FBS. But, yes, that's mine right now.
2: That's what I had originally. But
1: let me see. Who else is on here? I'm just scrolling now. I mean, Michigan, Michigan State. Alabama, Tennessee, Tennessee, Alabama, Penn State, Ohio State. Utah versus USC. God, what a week this is.
2: FSU versus Duke.
1: Why did I choose TCU, Kansas State?
2: Because they were the highest ranked, and we already picked most of these games.
1: True. And I I was trying not to look for repeats.
2: Yeah. But I actually think now that – because if Clemson loses again, Florida State won't have Clemson. For College Game Day, right? Mm-hmm. But I do think Game Day is going to want to go to Tallahassee this year. Yeah. So I think it actually might end up being Duke versus Florida State that week. Because I think they're probably going to, because there's not a lot of other games that they're not going to have already done. Because I think they're going to do Ohio State.
1: I mean, they they'll go back to the they're same. To, they're time. already
2: going. They're already going to Alabama, Tennessee. I mean, they're gonna, Alabama this week.
1: I mean, Georgia the twenty-one they had Game Davis there twice. Yeah. But I think a week like this, they might. It just I mean we're also, you know, trying to predict how these teams look in mm-hmm. week eight. Yeah. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say depending on how Bama and Tennessee are, I'm gonna pick that one now. Actually, it's okay. a backup option.
2: I, I'm gonna go Florida State versus Duke.
1: Okay. All right. So on week nine. Hold on, I gotta go back here. Week nine, I have uh, Salt Lake City, Utah versus Oregon.
2: That's a good pick. I went with uh, Ohio State versus Wisconsin.
1: Okay, I feel like that's gonna be the big noon kickoff game, though.
2: I think it might, but I wouldn't be surprised if they they both went there because, like, okay. game they went to Alabama, Texas last year when they didn't even have the game. Yeah,
1: and I, I bet you, and I know they probably don't like doing that because they mm-hmm. want sole possession. Yeah. But, you know, so well, uh, I got like, a lot of
2: other games. I mean, they might do Georgia, Florida.
1: No, they won't do that because Florida's going to be awful. Sure.
2: No, but just it just it just depends on time. No,
1: that they. um They did that a couple years ago, but both teams are ranked in the top 10.
2: Because like if if Oregon and Utah are both ranked in the top 10, I could see. Big Oregon. Right there.
1: That's just a big time game,
2: though. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Week ten. Did you say who? Did you say?
2: For week nine.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. You said. Uh, who did you say? I just.
2: Oh, I I. So I said they were gonna do um. Uh, Ohio State versus Wisconsin.
1: Oh, okay, that's right. Yeah. All right, week ten. I have. Uh, LSU at Bama, Tuscaloosa.
2: Mm-hmm. I have Washington at USC.
1: Okay, that that's not a bad pick.
2: Yeah, I again, I think it's also that's going to come down to repeating. Yeah, I think they because they're going to Alabama this week. Yeah. So I don't know if they're going to want to do Alabama twice. Obviously, they can do it. They do. They but, do it all the time. Yeah. But if you get the opportunity for the for game day to go out to Los Angeles for a top ten matchup. Mm-hmm. I think they'll do it.
1: I don't think, think LSU or USC will be in the top ten by that point, though.
2: There's a chance. No, look. but there's a couple other games that week too: uh, Kansas State versus Texas, Oregon State versus Colorado, Texas A&M versus Ole Miss.
1: Those aren't bad. Yeah, well will yeah. to
2: see. That's a big week. Oklahoma versus Oklahoma State that week too.
1: That's the last. Uh, the last time those teams te- those time. two teams will play. Right now in Bethlehem. Yeah. Yep. Week 11, they might do that because just because it's the last game. Yeah. That'll be like the ABC game, I bet you.
2: Yeah, the ABC night game.
1: I bet you that. Week 11, I have Athens, Georgia for Ole Mm -hmm. Miss UGA.
2: Yeah, me too. Sweet. I think that's the only, that's the best week to do a game at at Athens.
1: It'll be Georgia's biggest game at home Mm -hmm. on paper, at least yeah yeah and they don't really yeah. have anybody else Missouri comes only, to town
2: yeah the only other games that week I can think of would be USC Oregon Utah Washington I mean um, if they don't Duke, decide,
1: if they don't decide to go to Penn State or not Penn State Pitt West Virginia for the backyard brawl next mm-hmm. week there's a shot that they come for South Carolina yeah because I don't think they'll come for to hear I don't think they'll come to Gainesville. For the Tennessee game?
2: I don't think so either.
1: I mean, that's the ESPN 7 o'clock game, but I don't mm-hmm. think they'll come. Yeah. I think they're going to go to Pitt, West Virginia. As long as West Virginia wins this week and Pitt wins, I think they'll yeah. go to West Virginia. And Because West Virginia looked showed enough fight.
2: They looked a lot better.
1: Last week than, to yeah. make themselves a reasonable team to go to over game day.
2: I actually think when we're looking at the week 11, might be one of the most stacked weeks when it comes to possible game days. I mean, we're looking at Michigan versus Penn State's that week too. Okay. We got um, Duke, North Carolina.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: That could be. You know what?
1: That watch out for that one.
2: USC versus Oregon.
1: See, I just don't think USC's high this year. So. Miami
2: versus Florida State.
1: Could be that one.
2: Yeah, I think if Miami's ranked there's, like, a decent chance that could be one because, like, that's, you know, big rivalry, Mm -hmm. ranked rivalry. First time to be ranked in years, too. Yeah. Since, like, 2016.
1: All right, week 12, Knoxville, Tennessee, Georgia, Tennessee. I have, yeah. Clearly, it's that's going to be the best game that week. It's, I mean, what can you say about it?
2: Yeah, there's not a lot of other options either. Mm mm I think the second-best game that week is, what, Washington-Oregon State. So, no.
1: Yeah, it depends. On, I'm curious to see where that game ends up on which channel. Mm-hmm. And because I remember, so CBS gets one night game a year. Yeah. Last year it was a and m That's the last two years. Mm-hmm. Will they do it again this year, make it three in a row? But I also do think the Big Ten's part of it as well. But they only get... NBC, I think, gets right now the biggest claim. NBC and Fox get the claim to the top game, yeah. and then CBS still has the SEC part.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm curious to see where that game ends up.
2: But I think the and only thing of NBC, the only thing of NBC is that they're immediately going to go if it's a Notre Dame game.
1: If it's a Notre Dame home game,
2: yeah, then they they get they get cut off. They don't even get to vote because they have to play the Notre Dame game in their contract kind of stupid for nbc to do that but that's here nor there
1: yeah but yeah i'm curious to where that game ends up because if what channel and what time could play a Mm -hmm. big big factor
2: yeah Yeah.
1: um week 13 rivalry week Mm -hmm. michigan ohio state
2: yep yeah yeah not not a lot of other options either no, there's
1: it's clearly that game, it's always that game.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, the only other one I could think of would even become close. Would be Colorado finishes a great year because mm. they play Utah. Yeah, that that's the only one I could possibly think could even come close.
1: And if Florida State, if Florida's not going to be anything relevant, Florida State, yeah, 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 yeah. so
2: Auburn, Alabama, maybe.
1: Clemson, South Carolina?
2: No way. No.
1: Yeah, yeah it's going to be our, uh, Ohio State, Michigan.
2: Yep, and then obviously week 14 will be Army, Navy.
1: And they're, they are don't really count that. Yep. All right, so we're going to finish off with I have a couple of best bets for mm-hmm. anybody that likes to gamble. And if you've made it this far in the show, congratulations. Um, yeah, make sure to watch and subscribe, guys. Well, that is true. Uh, make sure you guys are watching and subscribing. <laughs> Um, and let's tell people around you to subscribe. Yeah. So, so, you know, let
2: people know about it. I feel like most people would be entertained if they knew.
1: Yeah. So subscribe. Um, So best bets this week, Bama, Texas, under 56. This is a low scoring, mm-hmm. lower scoring enough, but the yes. line dropped to 54. So just take the under though. Yeah. I made, cause I made this, my rundown sheet about two days ago. So that was when the line was then. Uh, Colorado, the line was at three now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I take Colorado, the three. Yeah, Boise State, plus... I Right at the time, they were plus three and a half. They are plus... Uh, let's see real quick. I just want to see what the current line is. On that game... Where's the game? Oh, that's week three. I'm looking at week three. You know, it's a week two game. I'm an idiot. It's okay. It's okay, guys. Come it's on. It's all right.
2: It's okay. all right. It's
1: all right, guys. We're gonna make the. Oh, here we go. UCF is currently a three and a half point favorite still. So I take Boise State here because battle in the Big Blue. Mm-hmm. It's a seven o'clock game out there. You never know. You never know. Yeah. Um, and then I also have Oregon minus six and a half. I think they take care of business. Um, and then Mississippi state minus 10. They play. Let me see who they play this week. Um, for who They play. Cause I just was scrolling through and I wrote down here. I'll tell you. I'm sorry guys for this unacceptable oh. timing. Uh, they have Arizona at home. The line is currently nine. Uh, I would take Mississippi State. Points. I think they're a lot better than Arizona. Mm-hmm. They covered last year at, at Arizona. Um, yeah, take take the Bulldogs here.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: So, uh, so that rounds out the rundown. I guess anything you want to say, Dylan? Any uh, thoughts on Florida State Seminoles this weekend?
2: Um, you know we're playing Southern Miss, so I think I can you know pretty easily say I think we're gonna win the game. Maybe we should win big. Um, not much else to say. I hope the fans turn up pretty good. Mm-hmm. I, it should. I don't think it's gonna be a sellout, but it should be a pretty close to a sellout.
1: First you home know. game.
2: Yeah, first home game of the year. They're I bet you it's a solid crowd
1: defensive. for the first half.
2: Yeah, I mean it, the only thing is it's Southern Miss, so. You know, never know. Yeah, never know. Probably gonna be an early Saturday game too, like noon. I that's mean, what sorry.
1: that's what Georgia's is. Yeah, they got Ball State this weekend. I mean, um, just want to see the offense get, uh, I want to see them open it up a little bit more for Beck. Um, actually, I never s- mind.
2: I do think it's gonna be a sellout for Florida State. Our game's at 8.30 p.m.
1: There you go. So, Simon's gonna yeah. be hot. Yeah, Georgia gets the noon game. Back mm-hmm. in our old spot, yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I want to see Beck to uh, have them open it up for him a little more. See him be a little more comfortable in the pocket, and I need. I want to see that O line just push and overwhelm the D line at Ball State because they didn't do that last week, and the run game lacked some. So I want to see them um, finish sharpening up, sharpening up the tools and the weaponry before. Next week when the Gamecocks come to town, so
2: you know I'm I'm just looking at this week of games. Uh, by the way, if you are a Penn State fan, hate to break it to you, you cannot watch your game. It's going to be on Peacock. Why? It's on Peacock. Do you have Peacock? I have Peacock. I don't. What? Who has Peacock?
1: People that like watching wrestling in the office.
2: I can't say I enjoy either of those things that much.
1: Well, you're just missing out.
2: Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, you're right. Georgia's favored by 42 points. I think Again, they cover it. By the it.
1: way, last week yeah. it was a scummy line. It was 50. Dropped mm-hmm. on game day. Yeah. We don't cover those lines. We cover the low 40s.
2: You know, Florida State is 31 point favorites. I think we could do that. It's not that bad.
1: Take Georgia on the points. That 42 Michigan.
2: 37 and a half point favorites over UNLV.
1: Hey, shout out free Jim. They Harwell. don't cover oh, that. Yeah they don't cover free your free your boy jim
2: yeah <laughs> like he's in prison or something man. <laughs> god so, usc usc is 29 and a half point favorites versus stanford um i think stanford that game is closer than that
1: hey look at you defending your new acc partner
2: yeah yeah All right, for at least one season let's go
1: <laughs> for one season 2036 when the tv rights deal.
2: Yeah, but I they could buy their there. way out of it if this, you know, yeah. we'll Florida see. Florida
1: we'll State see. Florida State being in that would be like it's stuck in purgatory.
2: It's it there's there's no way. There's no way we stay that way.
1: <laughs> hey, 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 you got cow? Keep an eye on your brother and end SMU. What are they gonna I change think, the what are they gonna change the name to?
2: The All Coast Conference. Come on, it's written in the name. They don't even have to change the name of the conference. Just
1: All Coast Conference.
2: Yeah, one one word changes meaning. That's it. Keep it ACC.
1: No. That's just I so do think
2: funny. I do think those two those three teams were good pickups, though. No, they're not. Like of all the teams you could land.
1: Why didn't you land... go out why didn't they go after and just pick up Washington State and Oregon State?
2: Because you gotta have at least good academics. Oh, we picked up on. SMU. We picked oh, up SMU stop. for football. And we picked up the do you best want to sell out football special.
1: games, or you want to sell out football games just or say, good no, test scores?
2: You don't. You don't get it, man. You guys have Vanderbilt for a reason.
1: Georgia's up there. Florida just got named number one public university in the country.
2: Yeah, but that's why we grabbed Cal, number two.
1: <laughs> I can't believe you are defending the pickup of Cal and Stanford.
2: I'll I'll defend the pickup of Cal over like
1: irrelevant. You know, bottom, the big twelve picking up middle. Arizona.
2: What's wrong with that? Yeah. Arizona Arizona is not not that notable. Sure about that? Yeah. I mean.
1: Yeah. Well, mm, no. There's probably other what reasons they why I think the Arizona and Arizona State, but we won't get into that.
2: I could see Arizona State, but Arizona, I'm like <laughs> Well, Dylan, Dylan, another Dylan, man. you just another name
1: you're just a guy that just doesn't get it, I don't think. You
2: know. There's we other reasons the California. Come on, man. There's other
1: reasons they picked up those two schools and I think we know why. Okay. Again, I'm not gonna discuss that on the screen right now.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's like it's Arizona State you pick up, not
1: well, don't just don't listen, don't count out the uh don't count out those people from Tucson.
2: Don't even know the name of the sea, man. What are you talking about? The Wildcats.
1: Oh, I knew they were the Wildcats. I was trying to miss trying to phrase a different word I was going to say, but yeah, Tucson. Don't do Tempe, Tucson. Come on.
2: I Ask- know that's what I'm saying. Arizona State, absolutely understand Arizona. I'm like, you take it or leave it.
1: Hey, shout out Jalen Rashada, by the way.
2: Yeah. yeah he'll get ah. you pretty good.
1: that's yeah, it's a shame that if
2: Shame you couldn't be in Yesville, right?
1: <laughs> he could have well, maybe,
2: maybe next time when you tell somebody I'm gonna give you millions of dollars. Shout <laughs> out to him and
1: DJ Uyangola just showing up. Oh, the man, Gator initiative kind of... is broke right now.
2: Yeah. That's brutal for them, by the way.
1: That it's kind of embarrassing.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, kind of, I think that's putting it lightly. It's very embarrassing. How do you not have money to pay these The people? number one, the school ranked number one public university in the, in the country doesn't have enough money to pay.
1: Because they make all these but, false promises. Apparently, yeah. and I say allegedly, apparently and mm-hmm. allegedly, there's a, um, apparently Napier is telling his recruits that Folks don't know Billy Napier calls his own plays, and it's really showing. Um, yeah, he's telling his recruits that they uh, that he's eventually going to pass on the playbook, and he hasn't. So, yeah, we'll see where that leads. I tell you what, this is going to be if Florida. And I know we're just running. This is just like yeah. ex, this, this is, is af, just extra. You this is just after hours. We're just talking, talking mm-hmm. like we always do. Dylan, if Florida goes three and seven or four and eight, do you think how many commits do you think they start losing? You start decommitting?
2: I think their class drops out of the top twenty.
1: You think so? You think that yeah. many?
2: Yeah. I don't Because so, here's the thing. I think I think Florida, if they if they go that bad, Florida's gonna fire Billy Napier.
1: Who would coach do you think out there that or who do you think would be able to just revitalize this program? Because obviously Napier's not the one.
2: Yeah, I don't think Billy Napier's the one. I know I was seeing, um, you know, Josh Pate was talking about, He's like, you know, Mike Dorvell was in the same situation. I don't think he was in the exact same situation because, you know, before Billy Napier went there, no, they were no, this Norvell's close to going to the national championship. You know what I mean? They were this close to going to the playoff.
1: Mullen had one bad season and they fired Yeah.
2: Him, so. Exactly. They still had a lot of talent on those teams, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I think the bigger question would be you know, when and no offense, but I think if or I mean, sorry, say that backwards. If in no offense win, they fire Billy Napier here, um I think they're probably going to go for a, you know, a coach who's already coached Power Five first. Yeah. That's going to be their first right? So they're probably going to go after I would I think maybe depending on Ke- how uh, Kenny Dillingham does this year at Arizona State see them targeting him.
1: Well, I mean Garrett Riley, if they can get that Clemson offense figured out.
2: That thing is I don't that's why I think they're going to go if they were to get a new head coach, I think they're going to try to hire a guy who's already head coaching.
1: Manny Diaz, think he'd leave Penn State and go back down to Florida? Absolutely. You think he would?
2: Yeah, I think he would take that job. I think Florida fans would be so upset if he did, but he would take the job. I think I mean, maybe if if the boosters somehow get money, I think they would target Lane Kiffin. I think that yeah. would be their target. I don't think they'd land him, though.
1: No, he Kiffin ain't leaving to go to Florida.
2: That's what I think, but I think the boosters would be like, that's who we want. We want well, Lane Kiffin. Do they have the money? No. So. That's what I'm saying. Hypothetically, let's say they somehow find the money to pay Lane Kiffin. I think that's who they would target, but I don't think they'd be able to land him. I think they'd be really upset when they end up landing, like, yeah, like Manny Diaz.
1: Yeah. Manny
2: Diaz. Like, I mean, he's not a bad coach, but, like, there are, there's a, mean...
1: there's an article I think it's on the athletic, and I haven't looked at it, but it has it's just goes through or maybe it's either the athletic or CBS and they have um a, it's an article came out about like assistants and coordinators who yeah. on the rise to be the next a uh, next head coach.
2: yeah
1: and forget I mean it was you know Phil Luongo, Garrett Riley were just some of the notable guys. And I yeah. I'm sure there on was a three. whole bunch of us. On three. Oh, it's on three. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Alex Atkins, FSU, Tim Bangs.
1: I wouldn't be shocked if Glenn Schumann or Will Muschamps on there.
2: Brian Hartline.
1: From Ohio Matt State. House. My house is at
2: Georgia. Or no, no, I mean uh LSU defensive coordinator. That's right.
1: Yeah, that's why I'm like, that yep. name sounds familiar.
2: Uh, Tommy Reese, Garrett Riley, Glenn Schumann.
1: Yeah, he's one of our defense coordinators. Yeah, he he got him. interviewed last year to be one of the was it the Eagles' defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Now NBA. here's
2: one that will absolutely shock you. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Dante Williams, USC's defensive back coach.
1: I mean, I don't know where. Although maybe USC's defense is or secondary is decent. I mean yeah. I'm gonna I mean, be straight with everyone. I have not watched a USC game yet. So
2: So the thing is USC's recruits at such a high level when it comes to like defensive backs. Yeah. And their defensive backs know how to turn like get turnovers. Like they know how to intercept a the ball. Mm-hmm. They're just horrible in um like coverage. Mm-hmm. But yeah.
1: That's just some of the many.
2: Yeah, I know. Yeah, there's a couple guys on here that I think everybody's thinking of. There's a couple weird ones, too. Like Alex Grinch. Oh, oh God. Is he really on the (laughs) next head coach?
1: He's like a parasite that won't leave, that uh, Lincoln Riley just continues to hold on to. And there's just no reason for it. He should have been cut a long time ago.
2: Yeah. I do think, though, if Florida fires... Billy Napier after this season, which if they finish 500 or under, I think they probably should. Mm-hmm. I do think they're going to end up being disappointed in who they get. We'll see. They, the, the, I think they gave way too much money to Billy Napier without thinking about you know the consequences of giving a guy that yeah. much
1: money. I mean, we'll just see how the rest of the season goes. It, I think... I mean, I've said, I think they might, I think they have a shot against Tennessee. Next
2: thing is, I think if they, if they look bad against Tennessee, though.
1: Yeah. It depends. If they're competitive and, you know, either they win or they lose by a very slim margin. Now, losing is losing still. But, you -hmm. know, if you get Florida at this point, you got to take the moral victory at some point. Yeah. And just say, listen, we, we're right there with a top 10 team in the country. So. It's like, yep.
2: we look good,
1: yeah. So, but that's a different problem for a different day. Mm-hmm. Um, as you can see down below, make sure you guys are subscribing, watching us on YouTube, liking the videos, listening to us on Spotify, guys. We are on mm-hmm. Spotify. Listen if you can't. Um, we'll be back next week after a weekend's worth of football. NFL's mm-hmm. back tonight. on the sunday saturday and then college and then sunday is nfl so we'll be back tuesday episode will be out what wednesday we'll record tuesday yeah and record thursday out i'll put it out later today actually Mm -hmm. um out episode will be out episode will record thursday episode out thursday evening we'll be getting ready to roll yeah um other than that, Dylan, any final thoughts?
2: Um, nope. I think we're good. Um, I think we got everything we want to say. I mean, the only other thing I'd say is that um, go Knowles.
1: Go Knowles. Go, go Dogs. Go Dogs. And as the gr- the great, I am having a mix of with words. The great <laughs> one would say, "This is the Knowles and Dogs podcast." Oh yeah. Peace out. we'll
2: see you Wednesday.
1: Oh, yeah.